to the AMX Superstars Australian Supercross Recap Show. This is round number one on the Inside Dirt Network, and what a weekend it was at Marvel. Uh, apologies, it's a few days late. Uh, I had to dip out on a business trip in Melbourne um, start of the week, so I'm back. Me, Posty, Darnell, and Jimmy Aylin are going to bring you all the news, all the gossip from the amazing event that was at Marvel Stadium. Um, we've got to give a massive shout-out and thank you to the continued support of AMX Superstores. They are the nation's leading motorcycle retail specialist with over 20 locations nationwide on the East Coast now. The latest stores to open, we have Narang on the Gold Coast and we have Caram Downs in Victoria and those are two massive moto hubs and they are two massive stores. So whatever you need from parts to consumables, apparel, um, next day, uh, delivery on things online if you can't get into the stores amxsuperstores.com.au but really if you guys are in Vic or if you guys are in Queensland you've got to check out these new flagship stores uh, at Narang on the Gold Coast and at Caram Downs in Victoria um, I live near Narang now I used to live in Caram Downs I can tell you these stores are very impressive and uh, there are also you know 20 stores nationwide a amazing online website with the uh, same you know, week delivery and everything you need to keep your bike and body on the track uh, so thank you to Amex Superstores, and uh, we can't do the shows without you guys, so appreciate the support. We appreciate the listens. It's great to get the boys back together to talk some Supercross. Australian Supercross is back. World Supercross is taking it to another level, and uh, we're going to have some fun talking about this one. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Now let's get to the show. Okay, kids, you're in for a real treat today. He, he's Jimmy's brother, the guy, the singer. Gator, never been about that. Never, never been about playing no shit. It'd be like looking over and seeing your, your ex-missus with someone else. Like, it's a... There's a few of them going around the pits, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I've been smacking lately? Can we say it on the show? <laughs> Why weren't you more successful? Well, you know, because I sucked. So... <laughs> As promised, everyone, this is the AMX Superstores Australian Supercross Show round number one review. Uh, we are sorry it's coming to you a few days late. That's my bad, but we'll get into that in a minute. Uh, and we're going to talk all things Marvel Stadium that went down over an epic weekend of racing. Uh, I've got the band back together again. Uh, I'm going to do the intros real quick and get into this. He is um, known as Mr. Ghost Moto, although I think I'm promoting him back to uh, Posty now because... He killed it with some footage he provided for us of Aaron Tanny that we've just put out uh, on the gram and on the website. Posty, Mickey, how are we, bud? Hey, boys. How are you? Thanks for having me back on the prestigious show. Of course, mate. Wouldn't have it any other way. Um, you and I are in Queensland. It's very hot today. It's actually swelter, eh? I walked, went, for a, went for a cycle this morning. I was like, man, it's... It's definitely summer up here, right? Eh? <laughs> Dude, I, um, I went to Melbourne for three days. I just got back this morning. Um... And man, I got off the plane and I was like, oh yeah, I remember this. It hasn't been hot for a while and it's really hot. So uh, definitely a shock to the system, but uh, let's keep it moving. Um, fresh off of a big weekend at uh, Marvel, Darnell Official, how are we? I'm good. We're recovering. I'm not in the sweltering heat. I'm actually uh, working from home today because we've had 
some horrendous flash flooding and I've actually had a pipe burst underneath my driveway so I've had to wait for someone to come and fix that. Um, <laughs> so it happens, I was watching the news and they said that Lillardale was the worst hit area in these floods and I can tell you for sure that that is true because um, <laughs> I thought my house was going underwater. Yeah, I was a bit concerned, dude, because I woke up early to catch a flight home from Melbourne and it rained during the night, but I guess it missed us in the city, but there was a lot going on. Um, dude, we had 70 mil in an hour. Far out. I mean, it's been raining a lot up here, but it's not the weather show anyway, so let's keep it moving. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Allen, Mr. Inside Dirt, uh, still in Victoria. He is the man that single-handedly built most of the track and uh, the pit and everything else at... At Marvel, I think. How are we doing, Jimmy? Yeah, good, mate. I wouldn't say I built the track. That was um, that was left to the, the boys in there and the machines. But, um, yeah, I was at uh, Marvel all week um, last week, helping out, just building the pits, just sort of doing something different. Um, I'm back on the tools. I haven't been on the tools for a while, so it was, uh, it was a cool experience. And then, uh, yeah, just got the fit track side on the back side of the triple the whole weekend and, and did some flagging and, and uh, yeah, sort of got a, a close look at the action, which was pretty cool. So yeah. um, can't complain with that one. You got some TV time, man. You made you famous. Oh, that's what we want. I had so many people message me and sending me messages from the crowd telling me to do work because I was just standing there on my phone most of the time. But um, I was one of them. Yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> I actually. You were on your phone a lot for someone that should have been flagging. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you had to pay attention, I wouldn't have been on my phone when I was racing. So I didn't get any footage of the boys racing because I was doing my job. I was making sure no one got landed on in the triple and make sure I didn't get landed on. To be um, fair, the amount of was- crashes, you would have had your work cut out for you because I wasn't sure if I was watching Supercross or um, yeah. like Destruction Derby. It wasn't, it wasn't too bad though. Like the triple, once once the boys worked out what speed to hit it, like the practice sessions for the odd Supercross was a bit gnarly. There's a, uh, a few uh, bits of paint left on the down ramp um, in the first session, but once they all got used to it, it was actually a pretty, pretty safe section. Um, but, yeah, so I didn't have to wave the flag too much, but just, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. The whoops the whoop in that 250. <laughs> <I can't laughs> that. Jesus, that was scary to watch. Yeah, there was a lot going on. All right, well, let's get into it, boys. This is going to be a short show today. Um, as I said to our listeners, apologies, it's later in the week, but we're coming into Adelaide this weekend, so we're kind of do a wrap-up of Melbourne and a preview for Adelaide because we're going to know a lot more about where everybody's at. Once again, this is the AMX Superstores Australian Supercross show um, on the Inside Dirt Network, and we thank those guys. Listen to the sponsor at the beginning, check them out, and uh, support those that support the show. We thank them guys a lot, and we thank you for listening. So let's get into it, boys. Um, where do you want to start, MX1 or MX2? Let's start with, uh, well... Are we, talking to, are we talking to Oz FX or are we talking... Well, oh, I have a feeling so, that this show is going to segue uncontrollably in and out of world stuff, so let's try our best to stay on topic. Um, start from the top. Let's go 450s. All right, 450s. Um, is Clout the most upset man in the world right now? How he's he just had a, a shock in here, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Can't not feel bad for him, Mike. He, well, let's start there. He won his heat race, and then from there, the weekend just did not go to plan for Cloudy, um, and it looks like he's going to miss the rest of the championship with a broken thumb um, that needs surgery. That, that thumb must be pretty bad for him not to. Yeah, that's, right, eh? that's yeah. where you know it's bad for Cloudy to say that you know it's, it's a thumb, and people go, oh, "It's just a thumb," but 
the wrong injury on your hand when you've got to try and control a hundred kilo motorcycle. Um, not good. And and for Cloudy, obviously he wants to be out there racing, considering he you know missed almost all of the motocross season and and didn't have a great weekend in Cardiff, but um, for the world stuff. But to see him come back and then for that to happen after winning a heat race, like we thought, yep, Cloudy's back. This is the go championships on and then it just it didn't go that way so dude i think it's i think it's just a reflection of how bad that leg injury was because clearly he wasn't ready you know and i don't mean that as in it's luke clout he can ride he probably put six weeks or two months on the bike before he went racing to to wales you know for round one of world but clearly mentally losing a whole season of outdoors going into supercross and you know, this isn't talking shit on Cloudy, but it's, it's, I think everyone tends to forget a little bit about how Cloudy used to be when he was a little bit more erratic and he used to crash a lot more. And, um, I think that, that just reared its head again because he was probably going the speed he's capable of going, but his program this year and his base just wasn't there. And, and unfortunately it caught it, you know, it's cost him now. He's going to miss the rest of Supercross. And that's just a really, you know, coming off of winning, you know, Primex last year and then not defending his championship outdoors, now missing Supercross. I mean, it's not going to hurt him in the long run. He'll be back, but it goes to show how gnarly the level is where if you're not, if you're not, you know, clued in, like we saw a lot of guys get injured, like another one would be Metcalf, you know? Yeah, it was a broken collarbone in uh, just, a track. It was, um, well, no, maybe in the, no, it would have been in his heat race that he, um, Broke the collarbone, which is a big yeah, he, he did it right in front of me, Darnell. He, um, right. I don't know if you've seen the job. He just sort of got a bit squirrely on that inside because there's a low and then a high on the, on the single in squirrely and just, yeah, took the full force of, yeah, straight at the collarbone. Like, you can see him get back up really quickly, got on his bike, and then obviously, yeah, felt something click because he was, he was looking at me when he rode past and he was rubbing his collarbone, shaking his head at me. So, I knew straight away he'd done his collarbone just by the way his collarbone looked just from when he rode past me. So, yeah, that was really unfortunate for, for Medi. Medi just put a story up like literally five minutes ago from the hospital bed in full Medi fashion. This cool, <laughs> cool as can be. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be in Adelaide this weekend. I'm not racing, but I'm going to be there to help NATO and I can't wait to see you all. Like it's, yeah, just Medi being so a legend that he is. <laughs> I, I believe I, he'll be, he should be back then in those later the last two rounds then. Hey? Well, like, if they can play it, because that's the thing we have a big. Well, gap. you got to play it. You got to play it. Well, yeah, and if what like when you can get a play it, there can be a really quick turnaround. And the fact that we have yeah, it's quick turnaround to round two, but then round two to round three is like a month. So Jesus, I didn't know that. Yeah, twenty sixth of October. Uh, yeah, and, November, and November yeah. last two weekends. Yeah. Okay. Hey, just quickly, quickly back to the cloud thing, um, Joe. Yeah. I don't I, just because I like being uh, instigator. Can I just argue with him? Like maybe he's pro. Like cause I, I think Luke has been. I know for a fact he's been punching motos with Wilsey, and I know he was. Like I, I'm sure his program, like maybe he hasn't had the race time. But do you think maybe it could have just been one of those scenarios, like a Dean Wilson? Do you remember when Dean Wilson had those? Those uh, that run of just continuous shit luck, you know. Mm. Is it could you, you you know what I mean? Like, is it just one of those things? Like the 
the crash in Cardiff and then what he went his heat race and then he like that crash that he had I believe it was Wilson, right? When he when he hit the back of Wilson. Yeah. Dino. Sure. Yeah. Sure was, like yeah. man, like you, like that was just shit luck in my opinion. You know what I mean? I just don't know like if we can because honestly, between Cloudy and Tanny, I think they were the most far, two fastest guys there. I mean, obviously Brayton was the winner of Oz FX, but pure speed, I would put Cloudy and on the eye test, Cloudy and Tanny the fastest guys there. Well, I'm watching the 450 main now. I skipped it so I can concentrate on being relevant. Oh my lordy, Mel Rosk nearly crashed on that first lap through the whoops. So right now, if we, I'm not going to do a play by play because I know Donnell hates this, but you've got what you just <laughs> said, Posty. You've got Mossy out front, Tanny and Cloudy, you know, two and three. And Clout is sprinting. He's just scrubbing. Jeez. I mean, you're not like wrong, he, Posey. He, like, perhaps, he, he yeah. looked really, really good. Like, I just want to maybe disagree about that program, Kate, that you had. Because from what I saw in not only Cardiff, but in the practice videos and everything that Clout has put up, yeah, he may have lost, obviously, race time. And that's obviously a factor. But... Oh man, if you were asking about speed and fitness, he looked good to me. When, well, yeah, I think when I said program, I didn't mean, you know, he was ready to a degree. I just don't think mentally, race-wise, he was there because, I mean, I'm looking at him now, dude, on these first laps. Like, he just nearly crashed into Brayton on the on-off before the triple. Like, he's like a pinball out there. Like, he's just hitting everything. Can we take him to the fat? Yeah. And we, I think, think we're pinball. Yeah. And, and, and I think we also need to take in the fact for all of our Aussie riders, um, Man, none of us have, none of them have ridden super yeah. race supercross in three and a bit years. Oh, like, for real? Like, like, you could yeah, see, lot, like, you know, <laughs> you could see right away to me, like, especially in the 250s, which we'll get to, but the 20 lap format for these guys, like, I thought Tanny and, and, uh, well, Tanny did incredibly well to be even close to, to Brayton the way he was down the stretch because. What do you mean close to Brayton? I'm very surprised he didn't walk away with the wind. Honestly, like the way As was riding in that in that final, you know, still jumping the quad, he passed Brayton mid corner and still had enough momentum and speed to to jump the quad. Like, yeah, that was, that was pretty that was pretty epic. I'm just watching the cloudy crash now. Like, you know, Tanny Clout's overcommitted, hits the boards. There's Jimmy in the background looking staunch with the flags. Um, you're also on his phone. No, he didn't have his phone right now, but he didn't wave the flag very quickly, Jimmy. I don't think that's acceptable flaggy behavior, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do better. <laughs> hey, I'm not the head of the flaggers union, um, but, you know. You're head of the media union, yeah? No, no, no. I think the fucking, I'm the, he's the one uh, we're after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's our sworn enemy. Yeah. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't remember what position he was in, if he was out or in. Right, no, so, out. And then he's Cloudy crashes the, 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 the third part of the same lap, and that's where he hit Webster and did his thumb. Far out. Like, oh, it was Webster. Yeah. yeah, I think his head just, you know, that whole, it's a nasty crash. Oh, yeah. He I, just, feel like, I feel like, I feel like, like, even though, like, Cloudy's had his year and stuff, and, like, we're not, yeah, he's, he's, he's quick and he knows how to ride Supercross and he's proved himself time and time again. I feel like it's just, it's just Supercross. That could have happened to anybody that was on top of the game. Like, it's just one of those crashes. That's, that's, that's my that's, point, Jimmy. I yeah. feel like it's a shit luck. It's you know what I mean? Like, I, I legitimately feel sorry for Cloudy in that situation yeah. where I feel like he was coming in um, and it was looking to be exciting because I think the shape-up had been, could have been between Brayton, 
Sammy and Clout, and I think it would have like they were your three top guys this year. Now yeah. that we actually know that Brayton's officially racing, yeah, I, was, I was just about <laughs> to say it's, it's good to get actual confirmation when we seen him on the track on, uh, yeah. on Friday that he is racing. So that's good. Yeah, we um, had a few people in the comments and stuff. I got tagged in a few things, and yeah, there's like interviews of Brayton saying he's riding, but like I'd never seen anything of that. So well, it was, that um, all yeah. came out on <laughs> Thursday, and the race was on Friday. <laughs> Like, yeah, um, I had like Gobert was sending me something. I think it was, it might have been even Thursday night, you know, and sending me a screenshots of some articles. And, and I said to him, I was like, man, is it me or is this later than most years? And then he agreed. He was like, it has been very last minute this year with um, the announcements and and everything. But um, we were pretty close. Is, is Wilson running the whole season in Ozex? I still don't have word on that. Or is he just doing the first one? Okay. I think it's um, dependent on child. And yeah, depending on when his child's born, because obviously yeah. uh, she's ready to pop at any moment. Um, I, I think I think it, it almost like uh, I don't know what the status of his kid is, but well, I don't understand why, why would you ride Friday night if you weren't going to do the whole championship? Because they weren't. It was. It was. I spoke to Nato about this because um, he wasn't. He wasn't allowed to do world practice because he was racing the Aussie series that was seen as an unfair advantage so there was I no know. advantage for Dean Wilson to race the Aussie series yeah. on Friday if he's not going to do the whole championship. I do know that part of uh, Wilson's deal with Honda if you're in is that he has to race the 23 season for Australian Supercross right, so okay. yeah I think that's part of the deal that he's got um, so I, I think the case would be whether he races this weekend and then goes home and then comes back for the last two or he's already gone home and he'll come back for the last two depending on child and situation. Well, he was gone Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, he's gone home already? Yeah, okay. Well, oh, no, yeah. I think it'd be safe to assume that he's not going to be he, here on Saturday. He flew in Wednesday, flew out Sunday because uh, I got to go along to the, the Honda Dinner of Champions on Thursday night uh, prior to Marvel. With Mark and, um, and they, uh, yeah, he had he had a good chat to, to everyone in the crowd there, and um, and said, you know, he's pretty jet lagged from flying in because he's trying to fly in as late as he can to these races, um, purely for, you know, with his with his wife about to pop. So, um, yeah, he said he was flying in as late as possible, flying out as early as possible. So I, I assume he would be on the first flight out Sunday. Um, so he's been gone for three days now. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think she was due any day. So I guess we'll wait and see, but maybe it's just... That's a cool schedule for him next year. Doing a, He'll do AMA for Firepower Honda, and then he'll do uh, World Hello. and Australian Supercross. And that, that to me, is so freaking cool, man. Like, for someone at his stage of his career to get, you know, another X amount of years doing a, a platform like this, it's 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 great. Um, and, he gets to, and he gets to go like around the world and stuff and see fans from different from different stages and all different parts of the world as well. It's sort of what you how you'd want to finish your career if he's um, yeah near and close to the end of it. I guess so it'd be a cool way to do it. Oh, hundred percent. Can we can we talk about Tanny now? Um, yeah. yeah, we can because I'm at lap nine of the main event right now, and Tanty is. Turn it off. No. Oh, he's just gone off the track. All right. So, <laughs> you know, when he went into the, the start straight there. Um, question. If he doesn't do that, does he win? Oh, Brayton was coming. Brayton was fast all night. Kenny yeah. was... Look, as was on it all, all weekend long. Um, 
just a sky, like we said, we'll probably segue into some world stuff at some point. But to see the crowd getting behind Aaron Tanny on Saturday night when he won the won that second final in the 250 class, to see 35, 40,000 people every time he came past, you could tell where he was on the track just by how loud the crowd was. So to have that support behind an Aussie rider on his home turf, like it's awesome to see. And I think he's. That performance on Saturday night in the world stuff was feeding off his performance on Friday night in the Aussie yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was fancy to the 450, but to see as the riding the way he was, and he brought a heap of confidence in from that motocross championship, you know, had a, a pretty decent heat race again just behind Brayton. I think it was, I think the gap in the end was two seconds or something like that. Um, yeah, he looks comfortable. Just... He, looked, he looked comfortable considering this is realistically. Well, I think it is his first Australian championship, Supercross championship on a 450. Yeah. So, um, to see him make that transition so quickly and while trying to make that transition with the 250 at the same time, it's just awesome to see. Um, and I think I was looking back at my notes from last week, Posty and I both picked him for the championship and I think all of us had him on the podium for round one. So we, we got something right. Um yeah, so do I mean, we see a dog? Do we see a dog fight between him and Brayton? Sorry, Jim. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the I upcoming. Think goes, sorry, go ahead, Donnell. I think this. I think this battle goes. You know, I mean, it's a short championship, but barring a crash from either of them, I think we could see Brayton and Tanny go toe to toe every main, every heat race they're in, qualifying all season long. The races that are going to have the split format with the back-to-backs are really going to favour Tanny, I think. Like, you look at 12 laps in, he's still leading this main. I think the tracks that are more, um, you know, this is the thing, right? We go to Adelaide. Who's building the track at Adelaide? Does anybody know? I'm pretty sure it's the same bike that built World Supercross, isn't it? What? Pretty sure it's on that round. Um, who did build World Supercross? Uh, uh, Pro- Jason Pro- Baker. Yeah, yeah uh, it was definitely track. Pro track. It was definitely Pro Track. Yeah, Dream Trace, Jason Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jason be. Baker, the American, there's no way he's going to be. Yeah, no, he ain't doing it. He ain't doing it. There'll be, there'll be crew there from the Aussie round that were there. I think there was a lot of different guys working on the track. Um, I mean, the last Adelaide was a really good track. Like, I don't know who built that one. Do you remember at the Speedway, Darnell? Um, Pro Tracks did. Yeah, okay. Well, Pro Tracks aren't building, but well, who, is this is the thing, right? Okay, so who's building. Is it going to be more American spec? Is it going to be a little looser? Because I think if the track's a little more open, a little bit less in the transitions to American spec, like that's where Tanny's really going to shine because he'll just have that sprint speed, especially in the shorter races. Where you could see now Brayton 13 laps in, he was just biding his time just because he's done a million 20-lap main events. Like that experience, you can't buy that. And same as Wilson. Like I don't think Wilson really had the speed to be on the podium, but he just has done that many 20 lap mains that he just circulated at that speed continually, you know? Um, Wilson had some moments over the weekend too, eh? I, I think, yeah. Do you think he had a little bit of PTSD when he whisked into the car? <laughs> I feel like, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it out there, I feel like I caused that. Because the lap before, he, you was on, that. Yeah, he, was, he was on a heater. I'm just going to put it out there. I didn't mean it. I love Dino. The, the lap before, he was putting out a heater. Hayden Mulrose went down in the, uh, the the section after the triple. And by the time, yeah, I put the yellow flag out. By the time I pulled it in, Dino had rolled the triple on his heater lap because the yellow flag was out. 
So he'd come over the triple and then see me pull my flag in. And then he, like, he punched the handlebar and fucking screamed. So he was obviously angry. Went back around, went to do another heater, and that was the lap that he crashed. So I'll, I'll take ownership for that one. My bad. Oh, well. You better apologize to Dave Wilson like, <laughs> oh, right now. Uh, well, aren't you a piece of shit? Yeah. yeah I was going to say, Jimmy, like, I wouldn't have admitted that if I were you. I would have just took that to my Fuck grave. No, honestly. I would not have admitted that at all. Oh, you're definitely nice not you're not helping your case for being part of the flaggers <laughs> union and supercross moving forward I at just, the end of the day i was doing my job and it just it just didn't work out for us. but yeah <laughs> that that crash was gnarly we're not angry we're just disappointed <laughs> um, um i think the one thing to look at with adelaide as well again it's the, it's the standard format 20 lap main um i think tanny will benefit more when we go to the triple crown at Newcastle and the doubleheader final at um, Wagga. So it's going to be an interesting, you know, shape up. Now Matt Moss just stalled it 15 laps, but Mossy was really good, and perhaps again in the more Aussie style tracks, and perhaps the back to backs and the triple header later in the season. I think Mossy's going to. I don't want to jinx it because sometimes Mossy can Mossy and crash in different things, but he's probably likely going to be in this for the podium fight for the championship. I would say. Hundred definitely, yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, he was really uh, impressive. Like I, I really enjoyed watching him ride. It, I think our questions were answered. How well he transitioned back to the two hundred and fifty Cowie on Saturday, and it really didn't work. Um, did he, well, he had a decent result, didn't he? Yeah, no, didn't he have that yeah, decent he got a result? Fourth in a, in a main, fourth in a main. Yeah, yeah. really? Oh, I must have. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of racing to watch over two days, so that's my bad. Yeah, but dude, if I can remember that after the weekend I had, you need to be a little bit better. No, you are. You actually have a really good memory, even though you do do send it a little bit at the after parties. But um, okay. well, that's the thing, right? If you look at if you look at Mossy's fastest lap in the main, so Mossy did a well, just straight into the forty nines. It was literally a forty nine 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 nine. Um, and the only other two doing forty nines in the main were Tanny and Brayton. Uh, just, so rem- just, and just remember too, boys, we talk about our Aussie riders not riding Supercross in Matt Moss three years. Like Supercross in like <laughs> <six years. laughs> yeah, and the rest. So his just, American just experience, that, though, his American experience will go a long way. And that's it. Mossy is a, is a proven Supercross rider. You know, we said this last week. Like He's, he's gone undefeated in Australian Supercross before. And more, t- more time on that bike. Um, like yeah. time now he can focus on the 450 full time I, I yeah. think he'll be in a better spot coming into round two I did um, speak to Baden earlier this week um, about stuff um, and yeah he, he was really positive about how the weekend went and how Mossy went and I think um, you know they were just really happy to come out of out of Melbourne with the top five and you know put their efforts towards the next three rounds I think it's going to be a really positive um, positive look for that BBR 102 motorsports team. Yeah, a, a name we sort of will we go back to the top five. Hayden Moros was, I'd call it a quiet fourth place on uh, on Friday night, um, which is pro- it's the best result Hayden's had all year, and we know that he's going to be good. In he looks he look, he spicy though, eh? Like he looks well, good. he did his fastest lap on the last lap in the main. Yeah, yeah well, he's he's is, like yeah. just got into fourth now with with uh, two laps to go, and yeah. a lot of lappers and a lot of carnage. But I think I think he's building. He, I think he really wanted he, to have a quiet first yeah. round and get through it. Um, but you could see there's more in the tank. I would agree. 
Well, and, and he, he was put, also he put a post up too. Well, he was also stressing the fact that uh, prior to that main on Friday night, he basically got told that he was in for Worlds to fill in for Medi. So I'm sure there was a little bit more in his mind as well. Um, so yeah. quiet fourth was uh, was exactly what Hayden needed. You know, a top five, a solid result. And, you know, whether we see Dean Wilson there or not this weekend, which I have serious doubts about, um, you know, that, that solidifies him. He is he is a top five guy, um, and the result that you know we say quiet fourth, it's still an epic result. But uh, Hayden will build from that uh, as as the championship goes along. And I think the one thing that's going to hurt Hayden is when we get into these triple crowns, double header races. Hayden's got the endurance and can last these twenty lap mains. Um, I don't know if he starts there or not yet. I'm, I'm sure they'll get get better. Um, but the way he can endure 20 laps and be consistent and hit his marks lap after lap after lap, maybe when we get to these shorter mains, it might become a little bit of an issue. But in saying that, Hayden's only going to get better as the year goes along. Um, let's talk Willsey too while we're on the KDM group. Uh, oh, bro. Yeah. Friday, first practice, Willsey, 450. That is the bike for him. He has never looked better at Supercross in my life. Is he? Is, did I read right that it's his 450 Supercross debut? Is that right? Yeah. Sure yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely debut on the outdoors. He and and in and sorry, definitely fourth the debut in Supercross. And I don't think he's raced one in outdoors either. So, um, yeah, he looked really good. He's so technically sound on a bike that the 450 was always going to suit him, and. Hopefully now this puts him in good stead for uh, a four fifty ride outdoors um, next season. But look at uh, I've got the results in front of me right now, so I'm gonna run through it. So Wilson, Justin Brayton, hometown hero, Tanny second, which was epic. Dean Wilson third, Melrose fourth, Matt Moss fifth, Dylan Will six, Webster seven, Richardson eight, Dylan Wood nine, Joel Sigliano ten. Now. Mitch Norris, 12. Joel Whiteman, 13. Cloudy was created 14th, even though he circulated. Brandon Steele, Tristan Duncan, Jesse Bishop. Uh, I missed who was the last rider, but um, Wilsey. Corey Watson, you skipped two names. You skipped uh, Elijah Weeds in 11th. Um, Elijah he's, had a, uh, he's from your way, right? Uh, he's an SA boy. Um, oh, okay. Had the trickest looking bike out there with the, with the chrome blue graphics all over the bike. Thing looked wicked. And then Corey um, just body slammed himself off the finish jump. And then bar, and then viral video of Corey Watts. Holy <laughs> shit. I was going to ask you about that one. Has he, has he got a, is he scared of fights now? After that <laughs> Dude, I've seen him in the pits afterwards. He's like, did you see that? I missed the fucking ramp. I'm like, oh shit. Dude. Yeah, he, um, as soon as he left that up ramp, I was just like, that's not good. He looks like, from my perspective, he looked way too deep. And I was like, uh, he's got. He's not making that. So that I'm glad cool. that he, Ricky Bobby on flying. Uh, yeah, this is not good. <laughs> he did a pretty good job. Like, I thought he was going to save it for a second. I thought he was just going to do bulk pull ups till someone like rescued him. Um, no, but nah, nah he, no, that board that was holding the dirt. That's what sort of made him hard to hang on. I feel like, but there's no way you're going to be able to grab hold of anything in that situation. Yeah, <laughs> no, he had a fair. <laughs> Fair effort. That's like a flat earther hanging onto the edge of the fucking world right there. <laughs> yeah. They need to, and that, that brings up a very good point. Fuck these ramps off. Fuck the scaffold landing off. Just build real jumps. It's fucking I disagree, though. I found it sick. No. Yeah, I, I get why they do it, though. That's a sick. It's not that they didn't go under it. 
It would have well, Corey not, went not, under it, but no, no, no. Right, hold up, hold up, <laughs> no, hold up, hold up. That's a Corey. That's a Corey. Thing. Hold up. Like that was a hundred percent. Jimmy, Jimmy, yeah. this is why they do it. Okay, Jimmy was there. He built it. I'm pretty sure he chopped the trees down to put the wood <laughs> on the steel frame of the lander, and it saves so much dirt and time. Right. Oh, it's I feel it's more of a weight thing too, because like it's a lot of a lot of dirt and a lot of. Um, to, to build that down, obviously because they use it for freestyle as well, so they need something a little bit taller than normal. Um, but yeah, it's you don't really want to look at it how it's built. It's quite, it's quite not sketchy, quite but it's just, it's um yeah, it's weird. But well, it's just, everyone yeah, got a good look at everyone got a good look at the inside. Yeah, of it. like it's plyboard, so it's like scaffolding plyboard, about three hundred mil of dirt, but they save so much in weight, like. I don't know if you boys seen the photos of the the props they have to put underneath. Yeah, I, I get it with Marvel, but man, it's like the only thing I don't I, I, I disagreed with the the whole track setup is having a gator back before a metal ramp. As you've seen, a few of the boys have a bit of a bit of trouble, including Connor. He had a, a pretty gnarly crash and landed in the face of that up ramp, which whether it was just would have done the same thing. But it's just yeah, it's it's a little sketchy, but. The only good thing about from when I um, used to race uh, Supercross, I did the the Oz um, SX Open in in Sydney. Um, it's the same every lap, but it's somewhat safe. If you if you've never hit ramps before, it's a bit daunting, but it's the same every lap, and it's quite a big jump. If you had a, a dirt jump that big and the up ramp was that big, it would be gnarly by lap three of the first heat. Like it's it's good because it's the same. Everybody can get used to it, and it, it stays the same every lap. So. I I like it. I just maybe not. Don't put maybe yeah a sketchy section before it. That's gonna yeah force things like that because people are losing traction and then trying to hit this thing like on the bopper and they got people jump next to them and like it's it's sketchy but super super is sketchy anyway. But it's, yeah, uh, I'm sort of fifty fifty with it. I guess. I'll take. I did see there's a fair don't, bit of criticism about it. Eh? Don't there, don't there was. put a big don't put a big ass fucking dragons back before it. That's probably. No. The best. I remember Jimmy and I were doing it, walking on the track on Friday about lunchtime before first practice, and we stood on the knuckle at the top of that dragon's back, and I just looked at him, and we both went, yeah. why? And, and he tried to come up, and then as soon as they got to it, their eyes would just widen, and you're like, this is not good. Like, it was a big girl before the, Yeah, the only thing that was, like, it was cool, like, if they had to put it, um, made it, like, four, like, four gator back, it would have been sketchy. It was sort of alright that it was only three humps. Yeah, because you could like double, double. You could just yeah, like you see with Kenny Rocks, and he went from that very inside and like tripled in and then singled off the top into the into the single. So it, it was safe in some way, but it's just the whole losing of traction before that big up ramp is um that's the only the the bad thing about it. Can I we remember, talk about? Sorry, boys. Can um, we talk about Webster real quick? Yeah, I was about to say. Let's finish out these yeah. these Aussie factory guys. So Webster quiet ride um got through his first supercross but really wasn't anything crazy good it wasn't bad it was just kind of average well he crashed a lot he did crash a lot <laughs> everyone crashed a lot yeah no, but i mean for, for, for someone of um <clears throat> kyle's ability and someone that <clears throat> sorry pardon was um for someone that we were very high on um like it was you know, I don't think Kyle would be pumped on how it went. True? No. Uh, not pumped. Not, not pumped, that's for sure. No, and Kyle's, 
I don't know, again, like first ball piece from Supercross, I'm pretty sure. Probably not the result he was looking for, but again, I, I don't know. I, it's probably just a bad night. I'm not saying that it's... Yeah, it could be a bad night. Hit, so. hit, hit, hit the alarm button. I'm just saying he, him, Kyle Chisholm, a lot, of, a lot of dudes, like, just couldn't get started. You know what mm. I mean? Like, yeah, and that's another thing. If you're going to have a start, straight, I don't know, the track layout again. Yeah, like, but, but Donnell, the track layout... Whatever, man. These guys are professional riders, the best of the the best of not only Australia but the world supercross. I'm putting that up in my fingers, like you know, asterisks. You know what I mean? Like these these guys should be able to adapt okay. to these conditions. Okay. Yeah, that's that's their quotation. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like, I thought they improved I, the track dramatically from Cardiff, but. I thought the track was great. Yeah, I, I thought the track I was they, solid. I think, they, I, I think they killed it. For, for Australia, boys, you got to remember what we were. Do you remember 2019 Brisbane Entertainment Center? Oh, yeah, we do. Like, so let's and, not even talk about tracks or how we can make it better. Maybe we just need to appreciate what we what we had. Because yeah, Brisbane Entertainment great. Center, bro, you know what I mean? And nothing against the track builders and land, but that's what we were racing. Yeah, it was a 38, it was a 28 or a 31 second lap time. It was arena cross. And... I mean, my concern... Bro, it, was, it, was, it was a bull ring. It wasn't arena cross. It was loose. I mean, but my anyway. concern is that, and, you know, finish out, before we get, we're going to finish out this, then we're going to do the, the politics of the championship, then we're going to move to MX2. So, Jackson Richardson gets eighth. Um, Richo is, hasn't raced for a long time, and he got through it. He got a wild card at the Worlds, which was really cool, but at least his night with the Aussie Supercross was... Um, at least he's he back. Healthy. He didn't rip any rear guards off. He didn't rip any rear guards. He didn't, he didn't air wheelie like at Brisbane that year in the first round. So I think we'll see him build. I was a little concerned on how the depth in MX1 dropped real quick. Like Dylan Wood got ninth. Obviously, Clout was out. So was Metcalf. But, you know, Joel Sigliano, Elijah Weiss, like no disrespect to these guys. Like they're great riders. But, you know, for those level of privateer guys to be 10 and 11 – that is a bit of a concern to me of the depth of, of SX1. And it kind of shows that how there's been three years of no Supercross in Australia. It's really hurt the amount of riders that are willing to, to enter these races. Well, we have 15 finishes in, in SX1 in the main event. Like the, the, the fact that we can't have a full gate at round one is really concerning. And just remember, you, you, you are missing like you know, between Clout and Metcalf going, and then there is the dudes that that race, like our top guys that race motocross that don't race with us. Like, you don't see Todd, you don't see Gitty, you know, yeah. there's a couple of other dudes that are missing. So, you know what I mean? Like, you look at the Oz Pro field, like, it's, it, it is relative to the thing. That yeah, but the guys that, that people, But people aren't racing, though. We haven't raced Supercross, and to actually get access to race Supercross isn't an easy thing. You know what I mean? Not at all. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not. And I get that. I'm just saying, like, hopefully, and this is where I'm, I'm getting at, that we can build and see more privateers build their own tracks Definitely. and have access to to be Supercross privateers. Because, you know, in the States, there's a lot of motocross privateers and there's a lot of Supercross-only privateers. And hopefully... Well, I think that, isn't that the main motive of this whole World Supercross thing is to try and make Supercross more exclusive? So surely, for the next year or two, we're going to see like people like just only do Supercross and like specialise in Supercross. It's going to be... Like I mean, I feel like the next couple of years are going to be really good for Australian Supercross. 
Hopefully. Does anyone know what Joel Evans' movements are? I, I, I no, no, so yeah, I, probably, I, I probably could text him and ask him. No, I chatted to him a little bit. He just said, you know, realistically, Supercross, he could have done it, but he's trying to put his program together for next year and he's trying okay. to, you know, scrape together. He's had you a know, pretty big year. He's had a big year financially as a privateer and I think it's what a lot of privateers have done. They've gone four rounds. I haven't raced Supercross in three years. Mm, the economy's not great right now. Like, there's a lot of things playing into it, right? So... He was at the race on Friday, though. Yeah, I saw he was down there. Um, yeah. He definitely cool enjoys being... Before the motos, he was doing his thing on, on a camera. So, good to see Joel still at the races. Yeah, he loves um, it, man. Yeah. He loves being around. Um, all right. Now... Concern for me is is clearly that um, in years past with this model, the AusX Open was the final round of the championship, and now it is the first round of the championship. So that means that um, you know, for a lot of the riders, it's a bit of an anticlimax where we're going round one, um, it the big the big lights, the big show, and then we are going to um to the other you know i think where's the final round uh wagga right wagga, wagga. so it's like we've gone from the and again i'm not talking bad on ame or any of these individual you hate, promoters. You hate wagga you hate wagga people and you hate everything that wagga's about okay well okay if you wanted if you wanted to do <laughs> that from my comments that is fine but um <laughs> it's just an interesting model, isn't it? Where look, they've got to get it off the ground, they've got to run it, and sh- and hats off to Amy and hats off to the promoters. And we have an Australian Supercross Championship, but it's certainly not the ideal way to do it. Where you're f- you're starting the championship off at the best round, and you're going to finish the championship off at a, a regional, you know, speedway or wherever this event's going to be. I don't even know. Should we also mention? I don't know if this is confirmed, so. Whatever, but there's no there TV before, for the remaining. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> is, there, yeah, no is, there, um, is there TV for the remaining no, rounds? Or no, no TV for Adelaide, at least. Oh, loose. That's not good. No, not good. And this is a, a point that I spoke to you about earlier in the week, Nick. We started at, at a really high point with, with Melbourne, like Joe said. You know, just the, the big stadium under the light. TV package was awesome. You know, it has put our, our sport back into the limelight. I spoke to someone during the week and uh, they were, you know, talking to a mate from work that just trail rode on the weekend. He goes, oh, I was flicking through on Friday night and seeing that Supercross is on on Channel 7. I, I didn't know we had an Australian Supercross Championship. It's like, these are the people, the, these are the fans that you are going to gain from this. And now it's like everyone's investors are like, how good is Australian Supercross? Racing was epic. TV broadcast was epic. The storylines for the championship are there. And now nothing. If you're not in Adelaide, you won't see it. And that's yeah, just, that's disappointing. Yeah, and they have literally just killed the series right there, right there. And then I really hope that I'm wrong, and I really hope that there is a TV broadcast come this weekend. But from what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing, it's nothing, and that's honestly not good enough. Yeah, it's. Like, I I know the position Amy are in, and like we said, coming in, it's not it's not been the most organized and you wouldn't know it watching the event because it, it went off without a hitch. I think behind the scenes, it might've been a little crazy, but you know, there is an Australian supercross championships. We do have to be grateful for that. Um, but the structure of it with the split promoters and things, it, it's always been a tricky thing to balance. Um, and I really hope at least if there's no TV, there's, there's big crowds and there's good tracks and, you know, hopefully we're sitting here next Monday, which we will do the review pods on Monday from now on. It was my bad. I just had to be away for a few days on a business trip. But 
He was a sexpo. I wasn't a sexpo. Sexpo is this was this weekend in Sydney. I was I was helping the company with some things before sexpo. Um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting, boys. So all right, that's that's a six one all round. Um, Brayton and Tanny appear to be the guys that are going to be going for this championship. I think Mossy's going to be in there. Mel Ross is going to be on the podium here and there. Willsey, I think he answered the question: Could he be a top five guy? You know, now Clout's out, now Meddy's out, and now Wilson's probably going to be at home on Bebe duties. Um, it's going to be interesting. There's going to be some good opportunities for good Aussie factory riders to get on this Supercross podium, which is it's actually pretty exciting. Now, we go to SX2, um, and where do we start there? <laughs> because Nathan Crawford. NATO. Mm. <laughs> no, I, I'd, start, I'd start higher than that. Obviously, with the two imports doing exactly what was expected of them, Max Anstey and, and Cole Thompson, um, you know, one, two, and I, I don't think that surprises anyone, really. Cole Thompson's whoop speed. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it kills it. Yeah, he's... Very, um, very he's, impressive. He's one of those Canadians that never made it to America, from what I understand, but I've always heard how fast he is in in, uh, in old Canada. And um, he was impressive, man. I mean, look, the Serco bike, they always build a good Supercross bike, those guys. Like, it's punchy. They have... Is their Supercross track still here, Posty? I think I saw some footage of them riding it again, or is that somewhere else? Uh, I don't have a whole lot to do with the Circo boys, so I cannot confirm. Yeah, okay. You don't have to name the track, but they, they used to have a track, I remember. Ah, uh, the Ch- Chook track or something? Yeah. I, think, I believe it was called. Yeah, I, I think the it's... Chook Shed. That's it, Chook Shed. Yeah, it looked I, like they sure. were riding there again, so that was... Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I just saw an Instagram post. And... I, most of the Circo boys are under Ford's. Yeah, well, so they, they cool. all are under Ford, so they're a cool one and they've got the MX Farm one now. Yeah, right? that's correct. Because of the, uh, the, it might the, have been the MX Farm track. I'm thinking of then, maybe. Yeah, because I, I believe this said Chook track is up in Brisbane somewhere, but could be wrong again. Um. So yeah, Thompson and and Nato. So is Anstey in for the whole championship? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. 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 Okay. He was there riding at Chucky Sanders on uh yesterday before the rain hit. I think there was a, a few crew out there. I think. Um, well, Jats and Anthony and a few others, and then Chucky decides to spin a couple laps on his Dakar bike around the <laughs> track. Uh, Why not? Never change, Chucky. Yeah. Never change. Because of <laughs> Chucky's standards. Um, yeah, yeah. So Anthony's in for the season, um, and I think realistically, you, between him, Thompson, and Crawford, that's one of one of the three. Uh, of the championship. Is Hariki out? Is he? Let's talk about who finished and stuff first before we get to the, 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 the Battle Royale. Um, so I think Crawford's going to be probably more competitive in the, the, Short shorter, format. the shorter formats. I think, again, a traditional race, the 15 laps you just saw, it was just a little bit much for the Aussie guys, but he was, he was really the only Aussie guy that was able to be competitive in the longer format as far as trying to match, you know, Anstey and Thompson. Like he wasn't on their speed, but he was the next best thing. I think with uh, with the Aussie series, yeah, like you said, with the longer formats, you'll see some of the guys drop back a little bit more. Um, and when we get to these shorter formats with the double header and the triple crowns, that's where these, you know, your Nathan Crawfords, your Duran Stableton's, your Caleb Barham's, your guys like that will start to show a little bit more. 
Um, Banger. <laughs> we'll get to him later. So it was just... What about KJ, though? Oh, the bar. That's oh, the the weekend in my eyes. Let's, um, <laughs> can you run the results through, Darnell, of MX2? Yeah, so boom, that boy in the uh, in the SX2 final was Max Anstey, Cole Thompson, Nathan Crawford, KJ, Caleb Barham in fourth, Jai Constantino, another standout ride yeah, in that was in the main. Uh, Rick Bud was sixth, Noel Ferguson seventh. Um, he, well, that was his sort of first on debut full-time with the team. Obviously, he had a couple of filling rides with Gus Gas, but that's his first outing as a signed uh, factory rider. Uh, Jai Roberts back in eighth place and back on the track, so good to see Jai back. And then Duran, Banger Stableton in ninth, and Thomas Ravenhorst in tenth. Um, I'd like to I'll say some comments about Thomas Ravenhorst, but I'll keep them to myself. I was not overly thrilled with the way he was riding um, in the heat race, in practice, and just a lot of cross-jumping. I'm just not a fan of that. It was pretty sketchy. Um, He had a pretty good battle with Duran going. They got into it. I'm about to watch the gate drop on the 250 final now. I just had to sit through three minutes of ads on on the seven app, but it's actually pretty cool. I I do this, this TV package. And you know, what I really liked is I was expecting the Friday night when I sat down to watch it on TV to be, you know, Danny Ham, Lee Hogan. And they really, I thought created a model and I'm going to give the, the WSX guys and AME a real big props here. I feel the model that they just developed for like Oz Supercross and World Supercross, if they were to go to France, if they were to go to England, they can then run a British Supercross on the Friday night. They can then run a French super- Like I really feel that that was a, a great thing for the sport as a whole. And I don't know, I, I might be getting ahead of myself, uh, but really I think it worked fantastic. Like the world guys had their practice in front of the crowd on Friday night. Like, the atmosphere was awesome, and I, I really dug the format. So hats off to those guys. Now, the, sorry, Joe, just quick, just quickly, two questions here. A, is this the future for Supercross and the racing? Like, do we slowly now? I'm not saying is it going to be an overnight transition, but are we seeing a transition from the best riders in the AMA, or are we seeing a collective group of the best riders in the world go to this FIM World Supercross Championship? And I like, think. Is, is, my, in the next five years, is this going to? I'm sure Adam and the crew are looking at this. Is what the plan is, is to, to become this? But is it? Do you think it's feasible now that we've seen this pilot season? Um, go ahead. Is could this be the future of um, Supercross? It can, but the 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 caveat to that, Mickey, is this: the American industry needs to figure out what to do with this because the manufacturers like say Austria isn't really supporting any teams as far as uh, KDM group on the world scale. And you've got American Honda, American Cowie, American KDM group saying, no, we're not going to support it because it's politics. So I think a few years need to subside where it's just figuring out where the funding is going to come from, because clearly the business model these guys are running is they don't necessarily want factory teams. They've got Rick Ware, they've got these private entities, right? Which is great. Um, and that really opens the door for a new business model. But the, the industry's got to figure out where the money's coming from. How are you going to get, you know, riders, you know, Dean Wilson and Justin Brayton can do Supercross in America and do World Supercross and Australian Supercross because they're on 
the twilight years of their career. Now, yeah, that's what my that's what I'm saying is like, do we see the Levi Kitchens and all these, you know, Joe Shimoda's and the Hunter and Jet Lawrence's? Do we see them make the switch? No, you know what I mean? Not like, yet. Do you understand not what I'm yet. saying? Though? Like, but, yeah, can, but if they could get the money and offer them the same contracts that say US Honda's um, offering them, like, do you, is it or like? I feel that this this is the thing, right? Like, and even Adam Bailey and WSX are saying this. This is not meant to replace World Supercross. I mean, AMA. And this isn't politics. Like, this is the truth. What I think so cool about this is you see guys like Bogle, Derek Drake, like maybe, yeah, Levi Kitchen, like, or or who's the guy that lost his star ride at the end of the summer? I forget his name now. Um, But like these kids that, yeah, maybe they've been chewed up and spit out through the AMA system, but they're still super talented riders. Or the 450 guy that, yeah, he's like an Alex Ray or something. I don't know. Like, he didn't do very yeah, well. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, from the social side or, like, you know, whether it be Pulp or who, whoever the comments are, like, oh, it's the wash-up league or something like that. And no, I'm it's sure just Americans that, that Do you know what I mean? Like, it, 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 yeah, is, that, is, that, is that an American thing? It's yeah. an Americans you talking know? shit because they have, <laughs> you know, if it doesn't happen in America, this is, the, this is the thing I keep trying to explain to people. And I might be wrong because, you know, I know Adam Bailey and those guys reasonably well. But with Tony Cochran involved and, and where they're trying to take this sport, I honestly don't think it matters if they have – you know, yeah, they need their flagship guy. They've got Roxon, and clearly Roxon's going to be doing this next year, right? Um, they only need a few household names because what they're going to do, you know, Pulp and all these media outlets in America, are like, oh, you know, who's going to care when it goes to Indonesia or when it goes to this or that? It's like this is a world series. They're going to create stars with the PR and with the, um, you know, with the media team and the PR and the television package, like this is something that's never been done before. And because of that, there's a lot of industry pushback, but I do believe posty in like five years time, does this rival AMA supercross? I don't think it can because it's not the same. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a new vibe. It's going to be parallel to it. Can it attract the top guys? Yes. Will it attract all of them? No. Does it have to? No, I don't think it does. So yeah. that, that's kind of the league I'd put it in, but we're going to run out of time here. So I'm conscious. I want to cover the racing. So, you know, Anstey, um, he carried right on from Cardiff, winning that. You know, winning uh, one of the mains, and and he looked really good. And that Honda and that bike, he's you know, actually for someone that hasn't ridden a lot of Supercross, I think he's really starting to find his groove. He looks really good on the two. He actually looks better on the two fifty than he does on a four fifty, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I mean, he was riding that HEP Suzuki, which you know, n- nothing against those guys, but trying to compete on that bike in in the 450 class in AMA Supercross, and you're not a Supercross a guy. Bit. Like, it's not the easiest thing to do. Did spin me out a little bit on um, Saturday night, walking through the pits and watching someone kickstart a bike. I forgot that that was still a thing. <laughs> uh, and then I seen the color of the bike, and I went, "Ah, that's, that's right." right. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think like Anthony had a, a, a solid night. Um, you know, what is it unexpected? Not at all. Um, you know, won his heat race, won the main. Uh, Banger tried to run from uh, run with him a little bit in the heat. Um, but, yeah, Ravo and, and Duran got into it a bit, and then Barra managed to sneak in there. Uh, so that was that heat. That was quite interesting. If you watch the last lap, that first 250 heat, to start a series, that is the, the, the race that you want to start with to see four or five guys battling right to the finish line on the last lap. That's, that's 
for the first race of the night, that's what you want to see. Um, but as for the main, I mean, yeah, it really there's no there's no shock results to me in that 250 class. Like Ansi, solid, there's a win. We expected him to win. Cole Thompson, same thing. A winner of podium. Crawford, winner of podium. You know, Barham, we know he's a solid Supercross guy. I'm pretty sure uh, Posty and I both put him up to put him on the podium this weekend. Um, Jai Constantino is probably really another one that actually stands out with a fifth place finish. Reese Bud, a slow night. You know, it's things like this. There was nothing that really surprised me with, with results, but except for, you know, Constantino and Barham. Yeah, looking at the, about, um, looking at right now, like Constantino is in eighth position and there's five laps to go. So he really worked his way through. Um, well, I think Jai Roberts got docked three places for cutting and uh, Cosford also got docked a place for cutting. Yeah, Cosford, there was a, a TV clip I just saw of him coming out of the whoops with a um, a tough block bag on. Tough and, block? Yeah. That's not me. That's I've another. never been so scared in my life for a rider. Get rid of, get rid of cardboard tough They're a waste of time. They literally do nothing. But yeah, they're easy to ship, though. Yeah, I think logistically, <laughs> logistically, <laughs> it's, it's completely different. Make, like, I get there's money involved, but there is literally no point in those fucking tough Well, I think AMA, they, they have like two semi trailers for the tough to take that, each round. <laughs> that makes sense, though, because they actually serve a purpose. Those cardboard boxes do nothing except get caught in riders' wheels. Yeah. I think about how many crashes the tough blocks cause in America, though, Darnell. you got to think yeah, that it's that's like... That's a, loose, that's a loose take, Darnell. No, <laughs> I'm not a fan. Can I we talk about Malkowitz and our... Yeah, let's well, talk about everybody that and, didn't finish now. Um, yeah, dude. Because it was a war of attrition in the 250s. So, Wilson Todd. Can we start with Wilson Todd? What happened to Wilson Todd? I didn't see it on TV. What happened? I didn't see it either, but he rode past me and his throttle was, like, vertical. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what happened in the crash, but the spike was more twisted than Darnell walking out of an after party on a Sunday morning. <laughs> um, That's pretty buckled. Uh, what, Monday afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> walking down the stairs with a revolver. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, that bike was just twisted up. Um, Malkowitz, that, his, his crash was not good. Do we see Soko bring a replacement in for Malkowitz? Because it's pretty, I, I guess pretty so. extensive, his injury. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, do so do, what do is Malkowitz confirmed? What's Malkowitz confirmed injury? Uh, if you go on his Instagram, it'll have it. Severely dislocated ankle and multiple yeah. fractures inside his foot. Oh, I think he's that, already had surgery on it. That's yeah. not good timing for motocross next year, considering yeah. he already had that knee injury from, from uh, Murray Bridge. No, sorry. Um, Gilman. 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 Yeah. And that's another one to talk about. Like, obviously, Bailey's whoop speed. Oh, my God. The kid was really, really, really fast all night through the whoops. Um, and he looked comfortable around the track. It's just, it's, it's a shame to see him get hurt again. Um, and another one Connor, was Connor Tierney. That sucks. That really, really sucks. It, honestly, I thought he'd done a femur, the way that it looked. So he dislocated um, his femur. Yeah. Yeah, the hip. I mean, dislocating the hip is, is. I mean, I don't know what's worse, really, doing a femur or doing that. The soft tissue damage. Uh, Dean Wilson did a hip, didn't he? Uh, in back in the day, he did. Yeah, um, and he reckons it was it was horrible. Yeah, shame to see Connor go down. And and again, that was 
a result of that Dragons back before finish line. Like it, you know, I could go on again, but I won't. Um, Let's talk yeah, about. So um, like I think. The, um, do we see replacements? Do we see replacements from the WBR? Like, because they're both the leading yeah, or you know, Yamalu, WBR, and Circa are all the top dog Yamaha teams. Um, well, who are you going to put on that seat though? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. Do they do they look do they look internationally? Like, no, no, we we got a guy. He's on. He's on the. Is he still here, Jimmy? You're up, Jimmy Yo. Singer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jimmy's brother. You got the choice. You can ride WBR or Circo. Uh, Circo. Okay. All um, jokes aside, though, Jimmy's actually right? Jimmy's actually. I take credit for this because I remember being. I was riding at the Supercross track one of Jimmy's first days. I did help him stop frame case in some rhythm sections. Um, but the boy can ride Supercross. Get him. Call Trav Whitten now. Get him a ride. You want me to have any number? I wonder how long it takes me to get back into the swing of things. It's been, what, three years since I've raced. Cool, we got three days, bro. You got three days, <laughs> get your ass to Adelaide. <laughs> like, I had eight months off, and I went out and rode at MX Farm, and then it was like I didn't ride for a couple of days. Like, it's, muscle memory is a fucking pretty crazy thing when you think about it, but Supercross is a different level. Yeah, Supercross is a bit of a different thing, but... But I'm sure it wouldn't take me too long to get used to riding Supercross track again. But I think we got thought we put Jimmy on WBR and Jake Carr on uh, on Supercross. <laughs> Um, but do you, but do you honestly see them reach out to like a club like the club guys like a, like a Joe Stalin or someone like, like that? You know, I dare say do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean it depends if if Yamaha want to fund it. Someone's got to pay for those guys to get here and and yeah, obviously you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, and the first round in literally three days. Well, the yeah. way the the way the yeah. press release has been going, we might find out Saturday morning in Adelaide if there's any replacements. I mean, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, you'll find out. You'll find out when they're on the gate. Hey, same with that Honda kid. What was his name? Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at that kid one now. That you weren't allowed to tell us about? You weren't allowed to tell us about? Yeah, so... Col- um, Kohlberg, well, right? What's his yeah, name? Yeah. I can't... Uh, where did he end up finishing? Did he finish? Yeah, he was eight, 18, oh, I think. Oh, 15th, yeah. Gage Lin- Linville. Oh, Linville. Uh, MTF kid. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, Yareev and the team were at MTF using that as a base, so there's there's something, you know, connection there yeah. and... Um, I, he looked like he looked good. He looked young, and and yeah, I don't know how it went in the race for him. But well, do you see? Do you now see some of the kids that were hanging out to SX3? Just one of those boys now get the call up. Do you see a Connor Tien, uh, not a Connor Tal or a Ryan Alexanderson? Oh. I know they've got their agreements with other different manufacturers and deals in place or whatever. But do you see someone take a step up from SX3? Not now. Not now. Like, I talked to a couple of MX3 parents and riders this week after, you know, after round one and just said, you know, hey, how's, you know, what's going on? And like Connor's, Connor's family was one of them. And, you know, they've been really struggling to get time on a supercross track because of the weather. Um, mm. And then, you know, looking at, at SX2 that, you know, some of the parents did say like, man, we actually kind of wish we might have ended SX2 because it was such a depleted field with, with the injuries already down the championship. But I mean, SX3, Adelaide, you know, hopefully they get a good turnout, but th- these kids got to learn to ride supercross in a bit of a safer environment than dropping them straight into MX2. So um, it's going to be interesting. So look, Wilson Todd, I-, I have so many questions, but does he come back swinging? Does he challenge for race Fuck wins yeah. now? Or what do you think? Yeah, he comes back. He's a champion, dude. Boy, he came out and led a, he, he led the heat race in, in the world stuff on the Saturday night. So we know he's fine. We didn't um, get to see that on TV. 
you can get to the heat races. There's no, there's no world supercross in the uh, in the world supercross. Uh, SX2 had no heat races on TV. No, it was just the um. Yeah, just uh, SX1. Oh, yeah, just SX1. Yeah. So that's so uh, we yeah. So what Wilson Todd led in the in the heat? Yeah. Oh, sick. Uh, for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, we uh, actually uh, covered a lot of um, a lot of world stuff. I'm surprised. Um, because we care about Australian we racing. We do care about Australian racing. And I just, also, I can't remember shit. I want to dedicate, <laughs> I want to dedicate this podcast to, um, I want to dedicate this podcast to Vince Freeze. Um, never, oh, never change. Do we have time to quickly break this down? Do we have time to quickly Never change, Vince Freeze. Never change. Did you hear on Pulp that he offered someone a sum of grand? Harlan, he offered him two grand. I, I, I saw the thumbnail. I haven't looked or listened or read anything yeah. about it yet, but... Honestly, dude, like, Whoops. can you imagine being the team owner? Like, hey, Vince, like, we could have a one-two in this inaugural world championship, and you could repay me for all the faith I've ever had in you, despite Western Pike trying to rip your head off, despite all these things. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yes, coach, got it. Gate drops, beeline for Brayton's, you know, inside elbow, and and game over." And you're just like, you know, do you think he's got a bit going on? He's got a bit going on, eh? Like, he can't be... In his head. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, you know what I mean? He came back in off the track and he was like, who won it? Who won it? Like, he was still expecting to win the world title after doing what he did. Like, he's... Yeah. Uh, the shit when... Yeah, I don't know. Roxon wouldn't have won that. If they'd have worked together, he wouldn't have won that championship. No, no. You know? It was a flat tyres because of the metal ramp, too. Can we confirm that? Is that correct, Um, I don't... I don't think so. There's a little bit of stuff in the dirt, like is it Cardiff, uh, Cardiff, whatever it was, but I don't know. He could have case some. You never really know. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, it was because of the ramps, there, there, there would have been a lot of guys. Right? There would have been a lot of flat yeah, tyres. Was, if there was that was a very ramps. political answer, James. It was yeah. a political answer, I know. Well, Jimmy built the ramps, so, you know, he's trying yeah, to defend yeah. himself. He also, <laughs> also caused Dan Wilson's crash. Yeah. Jimmy Everybody was a big was. player in uh, this, this weekend at Marvel. Did you go out and just kick Bailey Malkowitz over during his race. That I, mean, I, I picked his bike up, so it, yeah. That made me because I did a motocross. So Adelaide, I watched you pick Bailey yeah. Malkowitz up. I um, I think Jimmy went over to Freezy in his ear and just went, <laughs> "Turn right, <laughs> turn right." <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. Freezy needs no Not help. For the Aussie crowd. Jimmy Freezy needs no help whatsoever being Vince Freeze, but man, I, I still can't believe I was watching that and I was just like, You have got to be kidding me. But when you see his head turn and see that it's Brayton and he's just like, I'm gonna go hard right here. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going turn. straight. This is a one eighty turn, he did ninety, stood the bike up, went straight. Like Brayton uh, I mean, he's such a nice guy. You, I can't imagine how angry he would have been at that pit after the race. I'm surprised well, he's beat the shit out of him. He blew him out on national TV, and then again in the press conference, like it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and I then mean, the, uh, all right, boys. Yeah, what, what, what was the crazy. comment that he said? He's, he's built a career on fucking people or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Johnny Sins of the motocross industry. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually hang out. With, I hung out with Johnny Sins on Monday night. I know. That's why I said it. Did yeah. you really? I did. Yeah. yeah. Did he get you to sit on a couch? <laughs> no. Who was he? A doctor, mechanic? No, he was just—he was just himself. Supercross promoter. He was just himself. Yeah, he's a supercross rider this week. No, um, that was pretty cool though. I got to hang it out. It was been crazy. Um, a parody. Yes. 
I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave this here, boys. I'm just gonna leave this here. But anyway, um, yeah, well, Supercross. I mean, look, the event incredible. Um, I really thought it was an amazing showcase to get Australian Supercross and and really refine everything they did at Cardiff. Like, I'm all about it. I, I think. Yeah. The Americans can say what they want right now, but this series has got legs. It's got potential. Um, the Australian Supercross after this weekend, I hope it's at least consistent and we have solid racing, good crowds, and hopefully some TV or some highlights or something that, you know, we can get a pilot year with that. And, and you know, from an industry standpoint, more funding and everything in between. Um, Poster, you're going to be in Adelaide. We are not. So we're going to be relying on you quite heavily for um, all the down low. Yes, I'll um, be behind the lens. Of sorts, so. You'll be inside. You'll I, I, probably, I probably won't know a whole lot. If I'm <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, you know you know when you go to a race and you're behind the camera, you're like, oh, yeah, this happens. I don't know. This. Yeah, don't know yeah. 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 You, or, like, when you're filming or shooting, you almost know less than what you do. Think 100%. So, yeah, hey, I'm a content creator too. Why'd you leave me out of that one? Yeah, well, what about me, guys? You make TikToks. So we don't talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and Darnell. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. All right, boys. Well, hey, let's, um, let's finish this up. Um, Adelaide, we're going to go predictions. I'm looking at the podium from uh, Melbourne right now. I don't think it changes. Maybe the order. Thompson might be able to give it to um, Anthony, but I think the top three are going to be the top three again. Possibly Wilson Todd gets up there. Uh, you know, and then Tanny and Brayton. And, and Mossy, realistically... Let me, let me write this down. What did you say? I missed it. Well, I didn't. I kind of fluffed it. I said that you've got... He's on the fence. You've got... Are you saying Thompson, Anstey, Crawford? Podium? I'm saying Crawford in third, and I'm saying Thompson or Anstey wins. Okay. And SX1? Um, Brayton wins, Tanny second, and Melrose third. Brayton, Tanny, Melrose. That's close. Both of you, go. Uh, SA, hey, qu- quickly, Noah Ferguson, first race out there um, in the SX2 class. How, I didn't see a whole lot of him on TV. How did he look, Daniel? Did you see much of him? Or? Not really. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just think he should be put in that, you know, in the brackets to, to be on the come up. That was his first ever Supercross that he rode, and that kid is fast. So I'd, just, I'd be, and he's got good support for people behind him. Um, I'd be interested to see where he sort of fares in the coming rounds, uh, as well as Costford. I know Costford had a shocker on the weekend. I'd like to see. I think you'd see an uptick from him. But um, my SX two class, I'm going to put because because we're going to an Australian round. I'm going to put Crawford in there. Crawford for the win. Um, and then I'm going to, you can split it between Thompson and Anstey. Um, I just, just being in an Australian round, I think it's going to be maybe a little bit of a culture shock. Maybe not so much for Thompson, because I don't think the Canadian rounds are all that flash themselves. But I think for Anstey, it's going to be a little bit of a, um, a culture shock for him. Um, what do you mean? The British? Yeah, but he didn't ride that much Supercross. And then the Supercross that he has ridden has been US stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, I... You know, and then this is not to say that the Australian Supercross round is going to be bad. But I just, I, I think it's, it's not going to, it's going to be different. Um, so put it that way. And then SX one, uh, I'm putting Tanny, Mossy, and Hayden Melrose on the thing. Hello? 
Is, Br- is Justin Brayton retiring? Like, what, what happened to him? <laughs> no, I that's just my call. That's what oh, I you dropped out. I missed all of that. Oh. No, I heard okay. it. No, um, I heard it. He said Mossy, Tanny, and... Um, no, Tanny, Mossy, and um, Merrill. Tanny, Rossi, Merrill. Okay, well... Might be out to lunch on that yeah. one, Posty, but we'll see. And Jimmy, yeah. let's, Jimmy, let's do it. We've got to wrap this one up. Back, uh, MX1, I'm definitely going to put Brayton in there because he's, what is he, a four-time Australian champion? He yeah. certainly yeah. is. He's going off to number five. He's yeah, going so off to I'm number five him. harder than Vince Freeze was going after his front wheel <laughs> in that first turn. Uh, yeah, so I'm putting him in. I, I'm i pretty impressed with Mossy. So I'm going to between... If, if Tandy comes to the weekend and, and puts it to Brayton, um, that would be sick. I hope he does that. So it'd be between, it'd be between Marcy and Tandy for second. Um, and third, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So between yeah, those two riders. So Brayton, Marcy, and, um, and Tandy. Yeah, real, real definitive answer there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don, what's What did you go for 250, Jimmy? Uh, 250s. Yeah, like you said, it's going to be you know, interesting for Hansi, but he's he was riding really good on the weekend, so I'm going to put him in. Um, I hope Nathan um, steps it up a little bit um, and and puts it to him. So yeah, Hansi, Nathan, and I'm going to say KJ. I can KJ get the podium. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I I'd have to agree. I, the way that KJ rode on on Friday night. Um, was epic. Third yeah. in the heat race, P four in the main, um, and he's only going to get better too. Um, so I'm going to go Thompson, uh, Crawford, KJ. So, uh, and four fifty well, is Anthony not racing? <laughs> <laughs> I reckon. I don't know. I just I think you're out to lunch on that one, mate. I'll think you're <laughs> Uh, Posty's coming I, with the jokes all of a sudden. I like it. Uh, and 450, I'm going Tandy for the win. Um, yeah, I'm going to back uh, Brady for second and Mossy for third. So, all right. Well, you heard it here first, Posty. We will be doing the recap show Monday night after Adelaide. So um, yeah. we'll be leaning on you. For that, hopefully there's some coverage over the weekend with highlights and different things. It's it's going to be the Wild West, boys. We're just going to have to get in where we fit in and see what we can find out. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been the AMX Superstores uh, Australian Supercross recap show for round number one on the Inside Dirt Network. And, uh, boys, thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Sorry it's a few days late. That's my bad. And uh, we'll be back with you uh, the Monday after Adelaide. So, All right, boys. Peace, Peace out. Peace. See you, boys.